Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is an AFL off-season shitcast. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? Um, well, actually a bit of a personal one, I suppose. Um, the wife decided it was time to go for a bit of a family holiday, and by that she means her family. <laughs> lovely. Um, so, I'm getting tagged along. And oh, the thing is, too, um, yeah, it's my son's birthday while we're away as well, so I kind of have to. Uh, we're going to be in Mildura for the Country Music Festival, which oh, is... Uh, rock on. Right. Yeah. But the, the thing is, my boss is uh, on leave at the moment. Uh, so to get approval for that, I sent it through the system, and it's like, yeah, you need uh, your boss's approval. Well, I can't get that. Or I need his boss's approval. Uh, he's on leave too. Uh, I need the regional boss's approval? No, nope, she's on leave. Right. Uh, so I go to HR, and I'm like, what do I do? And I said, well, did you go to your boss? Yeah, he's on leave. His boss? Yep, on leave. Anyone else that can sign off? I'm like, everyone's either on leave or a completely different system. She's sounds like, like you don't actually need to go to work because no one else <laughs> is there. Pretty much. And they're like, uh, have you asked the CEO? I'm like, I can. I kind of think he's got better shit to do. But uh, <laughs> in the end, that's they, no one would sign off on it. So I'm like, just, uh, hey boss, you got a sec? Like, yeah, what you need? And he's thinking I'm quitting or something because <laughs> you know, otherwise why bother the CEO? And I'm like, oh, I just need three days off. He's like, when? Oh, Fortnite? He's like, yeah, cool, go for it. And that was it. <laughs> I'm like, fucking HR could just sign that off. So yeah, my highlight was uh, I, I got to hang out at the top for a little while. while <laughs> Realising you don't have a boss, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah, I just sort of chilled out, chatted to the EAs. Um, yeah, it's good. I realised that I could pretty much leave whenever I want to, however I want to. And as long as shit uh, seems to be in the email, no one cares. Yeah. That's it. As long as shit's getting done, nothing. nobody should care. Is shit getting done, though? No. Well... <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Also, everyone else in the team sacked themselves and quit. So, you know. Well, who signed off on that? <laughs> Apparently no one. Uh, but they're in Manila. So I, I'm not sure if they have severance packages or if you just get thrown out of window. They might have been disappeared shit. then, really. Might have been. Might have been. Could be every chance. Uh, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was grand final day, but not for the reasons of the grand final. It was a uh, big event on, happens once a year from... Uh, a uh, Belgian brewery called Cantillon. They have a celebration of all Lambic beers called Zvonzi Day. Just happens it falls on Grand Final Day. What this sounds like the most hipster shit I've ever heard. It, it really is. It really Zvonzi is. Zvonzi Day. Oh, it's obscure, obscure Belgian beer Lambic. You wouldn't know about it. It's very. That's exactly what it is all about. They brew <laughs> like a, a beer. They call it the Zvonzi beer. They brew it once a year, but they change change what what actual the beer is every single year. Right. Um. So I was up at eight a.m. drinking, so just, just making shit up. In other words. Well, I was getting drunk is what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, I think there were 28 different... Go uh, hand in hand. Lambic style of beers. I managed to taste every single one before... It was 27 minutes it took me to get through all 28 beers. So there were two sessions of um, uh, punters coming through for, for the... We had waffles in the morning, actually. And, and you had a nap in between? No, I had shots is what I had in between. <laughs> so I, f- I finished work at 2, 2 p.m., I got out of there toasted as fuck before the grand yeah. final ever started. So that was a very, very long day. 
uh, managed to pound down some muscles before before start. So um, Melbourne Melbourne Football Club uh, supporters had nothing on my grand final morning. I can <laughs> what, tell you that much. What the fuck is the blending of muscles and beer that Belgians are so fond of? Because honestly, they don't seem like great beer food. Whatever's within arm's reach, isn't it? Yeah, That's it. well, there's one bar in Copenhagen because basically they brew this beer and they send it to uh, a few select bars all around the world. Uh, most countries that participate only get one, maybe two venues. America gets a fuck ton. Um, but in I'm pretty sure it was Copenhagen, Copenhagen um, they had a burlesque stripper at the front of their pub for, for that day. Oh, good right. That's how you do it. Yep. That is how you do it. That'll work. Uh, yeah, I'm still stuck on the muscles. Because remember going to the Belgian beer calf and yep. they like have... Uh, Blue uh, blue cheese mussels and whatnot, and it's like mm. I'm, I'm not convinced that's great beer food. No, um, no. I, I really hope the story behind it is that someone's just gone Belgian. What do we need for Belgian beer calf? Brussels mussels. Good idea. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, and the other thing is uh, one of our, our my workmates. He actually worked at I don't know some craft beer bar in I think it was Denmark or somewhere. And they had there was Wednesday day for from a few years ago. They had this big uh, Cantillon flag that just have, happened to go missing right. um, from from their bar. And one of his mates actually stole it and then applied for a job there. So <laughs> and they had this post going out saying, you know, there'll be a reward if anyone brings it back. Yeah. And so his mate's like, fuck, I can't, I can't keep this flag because now I'm working there. So he gave it to him, made his way back into Australia. And now it's hanging up in the bar. And we're like, we want to start some international hostage situation where <laughs> we can give you this back, but what are you going to do for us? We've managed to recover it. We're like a finder's fee. Well, surely there's got to be a, re- a reward put up. Yeah, yeah, there's got to be beer. So, yeah, yeah. if anyone in Denmark is in this, which is nobody, because yeah. I can check the metrics. Yep. Um, yeah, hook us up some good shit. I'll give you a flag back. <laughs> good stuff. All <laughs> right, we may as well cover off um, the grand final before we get into the off-season. We may as well, since it's the only game. What a, what a fucking game it was, though. Well, I am sick of seeing it almost already, because it's now Wednesday, but and because it's only one game, and it's, it is the grand final against uh, Pick to Pieces, but yep. we, we may as well pick it as well. Actually, if I can add another highlight, it's the fact that uh, some Collingwood supporters have put together a uh, get-up petition <laughs> oh, yeah. to reverse some of the umpiring decisions, and I'm like, mate, I, I love right. the passion. I can almost guarantee it was a West Coast Eagles supporter that's put it up and goes, see, <laughs> see? Well, uh, no, it was through a stolen computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I... I appreciate there's salt there, and look, maybe there's a case on one or two decisions, but mate, come on. It's done. You should be used to this. You've lost 27 grand finals. It, all up, though. I thought it was actually a really well-umpired game. Oh, 100%. Right. Yeah. Like, yep. um, there were a couple of decisions that went both ways that I thought maybe a bit stiff, but I don't honestly don't but, think it impacted the result, even no, though the result was less than a goal. No. And there was a few where I go, you know what, I would have called that a different way, but you heard the umpire explain um, mm. why. And um, you look at it from where they were standing, you're like, you know what? You can only call what he can see. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. all you can ask for. And this, the only one that I didn't like was um, the deliberate out of bounds with Trelaw. But Yeah, that was right. I, I thought that, that was that was the wrong decision. But everything else, I'm like, okay, I disagree, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, and that's really all it came down to. I thought it was a really, really well umpired game to finish yeah. off the year. And realistically, you get five goals up, you should win a game. Yeah, well... You get five goals from the first quarter. We'll start off with uh, the, how Collingwood got out of the blocks, and God damn, it looked impressive. They just yeah. looked on. Yep, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it wasn't that West Coast didn't shut up. It was like Collingwood just followed on from the previous week. It looked just, exactly like the Tigers. Straight to them. Well, I, I love the fact that we called it perfectly. We said it was uh, speed and you know, rapidity versus the mature bodies, and that's exactly what we saw in the first quarter and all through the game, really. That, yeah. W- wasn't a tough call, to be honest, that one. No, we're, <laughs> we're fucking experts. <laughs> what excuse did you use for me not being on the podcast last week? You went on the podcast last week? <laughs> <laughs> Butters was missing? You're, you're, you're crying in the corner. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. Drunk in the corner as well. <laughs> um, but uh, especially when uh, Dugowie shrugged off two tackles yeah. um, and dobbed it from that pocket yeah. and it went straight through the middle. It was beautiful camera work again. And he's like, no, they're on. Yeah, they they can't stop this. Well, that is something I did notice too. West Coast are normally a pretty good tackling side, but they just had limp wristed bloody. Uh, they were too quick. Up. They were too quick. Um, the Collingwood players, um, you know, especially Dugowie and Stevenson. Um, and, How good was Stevenson? Jesus. And uh, yeah, you've got a heart of stone if you weren't uh, oh, cheered with Varco kicking that oh, first goal. Jesus, get, love it too. Yep. Uh, He's taken another step up this year, moving to. Uh, he has, he has. Yeah, the um, last couple of years over at Collingwood, but he he was career best form, I thought. Oh, in the last few months, I think he, he was a bit hit and miss in the early part of the season, but for his finals campaign was flawless, spectacular, uh, by far his best form. Yeah, I think so. And I think just the Collingwood game plan. Obviously, the injuries have been a big thing for their season, which has forced them to have that real quick, uh, fast running team. I, I feel like the team has sort of had to evolve around what his major sort of skill uh, yeah. attributes are for his game style. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's brought him right into it. But um, also, I thought um, Maine had a good game as well. Maine was, he was. Um, he had, again, a good final series as well. Yeah. Especially, he was better against the Tigers. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was in the, all the right places at the right time and had composure when he needed to have composure. Um, it was an amazing start to the game. that you, you could just see it. I don't care what anybody says. The Eagles players going, oh, no, not again. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they. I think with about two minutes to go in the first quarter, down five goals to zip. Um, Willie Rioli kicks their first goal, and I'm still convinced he kicked it by accident. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it definitely came off the shin. That, that's no worries, but he he had no choice on where that ball was going. Yeah, if they don't kick that goal, I, I think they lose the game by ten goals. Well, it's hard to go into quarter time of a grand final with getting belted, your momentum's down, and having yep. nothing to actually put your hat on. And the worst part was when they did get possession across, let's say, even the centre, which was pretty generous, but yep. half back line, and they were trying to slow the pace down and kicking it backwards, they always screwed it up. Yep. Like every single time. I, I didn't, it, it was so stagnant though, because they, you know, um, swing it around the back and then go, no, nah, nothing here. Well, we'll kick down the line anyway. Yep. Well, you could have done that to start with. That's exactly right. And you give uh, Collingwood that opportunity to really set up and yep. put their press into play, which they did fantastically. Um, it, it was amazing, but uh, once Willie got that uh, first goal, and then they, I think they got another quick one through uh, Kennedy. Yep. Um, and, and you can see after Kennedy missed his first one or two shots on goal, I'm yeah. not sure. You go, okay, we have a game now. Yep. Um, but uh, that was one of the best first quarters from Collingwood I, I've seen all year. It was better than anything they put up against Richmond. And yeah, do you think just having obviously playing in front of big crowds all the time that was their sort of home more or less? I, I think so. I, I think that's really their home ground advantage isn't the MCG; it's the hundred thousand people. Yeah, they're yeah. used to it because there was no stage fright on their behalf, none whatsoever. Um, Eagles are used to playing in front of big crowds, but they're used to playing in front of sixty thousand Eagles supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not fifty thousand us, fifty thousand them. Yeah, um, I remember seeing uh, last week some old duck decided. West Coast were definitely going to win the the prelim, so she started driving over the Nullarbor. I did, yeah, I saw that. And I'm thinking, how the fuck is that in any way economical? <laughs> well, the amount of money you'd lose in petrol, plus you're going to have to stay a couple of nights along the way, because it ain't like it's a 24-hour trip. It's like yeah, yeah, 3,600 Ks or some shit. It's got to be a three-day drive, surely. Yeah, so you factor in, she's probably going to go through 300-odd litres of petrol. That's about 600 bucks when you're in the Nullarbor, buying it two bucks a litre. Yep. Considering it's about $1.60 or 70 mil at the moment. Throw in a couple of nights accommodation, a couple hundred bucks, and you're looking at grand one way. Uh, yeah. 
I don't. I think you can be um, excused for letting the truth get in the way of a good story too. Like when they said, "Yeah, I'm starting overdrive now." I'm like, yeah, you know what? Maybe we're just going to be mates, and then yeah. You know. Well, she yeah. pitched up the caravan, yeah. so she was heading out. And there was, I mean, flights were ridiculously expensive coming across from Western Australia as well. I think it was Mason Cox said it was cheaper for him to fly his parents in from Texas than it was for the Eagles fans to come <laughs> it into may, to Melbourne. It may very well have been. Um, Just had so, to go via Darwin, that's all. So after that first quarter, it looked like it was going to be one-way traffic until they got some uh, time-on goals in, yep. um, which gave us a game. I thought the second quarter was actually trash. It was terrible. <laughs> it, was it was terrible horrible. football. <laughs> I mean, was there a goal kicked in the second? Yeah, I think there was two, two to Towards one. Towards the end? Two goals to one, but it was a good, I think, the first 10 or 15 minutes there was... It didn't look like it was getting a goal either. Um, and it's, there's one thing to have good tight footy, but it was sloppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was just yeah, that pressure, frantic. Yeah, the pressure was there, but the skills weren't. No, and it was a battle of almost the Eagles' back line just pumping it out and yep. then some fumbles and maybe they got it to the forward line, but Collingwood was having all these opportunities yeah. to put it into their forward 50 uh, and never really making it work. I was watching with my old man and I said, thank God it's a grand final because otherwise I'll be turning this shit off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think too, part of it was that both teams knew that the next goal mattered so yeah, damn much. Because yeah. if Collingwood get another couple, game's over. West Coast pull another couple, you know, it's all the right. Ga- game each, on. Yeah, they were so desperate not to concede that they kind of didn't do anything. Yeah, it was became very conservative play from, from both teams. It was a rush to do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, there's a few, you know, big-name players that uh, to this stage had done fuck all, um, mm. especially Darling. And everyone pointed it out, like... That's six quarters, mate. We haven't yeah. you haven't done shit. Yep. In grand finals, um, and I don't think Cox had a possession to uh, to half time either. No, I don't think Grundy had much of an impact either. Up to that moment, he had no impact all day. Well, West Coast really did have the right strategy of spoiling Cox's mark by you know yep. putting one person to go off the mark, another person just chop his arms. Yeah, and yeah. it worked and, perfect. And don't don't let him have that free run at the ball. Yeah. Um, but uh, really, a, a lot of that came down to as well that uh, side bottom was cut out of the game. Yeah, um, yeah. you you got to say Hutchings did his job and was unlucky not to be mentioned uh, when it came to votes and stuff like that. Because at one stage, they had to put side bottom to the goal square just to yep. you know, try and um, isolate him and try and get the tag off him. Well, was it the start of the second when they put Trelaw uh, starting off a full forward? Was that the start of the third? He, he didn't sure. quite look right after halftime, I don't think. No, well, he did have a hamstring strain or something like that, I think, which was... Mm. Which was well, he, he, pulled, he pulled both hamstrings last time they played the Eagles. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure he had a little bit of niggle, but obviously grand final, you jab him yeah. up, send him back out there. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, going to halftime, the game's still on. Um, coming out in the third quarter was an amazing turnaround, I thought. Uh, and that's where Jack Darling started to shine. Yeah, He started to actually make some marks. Started to clunk some marks, and you go, well, not much you can do. He, he's finally turned it on. Something's happened. Um, he's clunking marks, he's kicking goals, and so is Big Coxie. Well, that's just it. At the other end, Coxie decided, fuck it, I'm here to play too. Yep. And uh, either of those two could have turned the game. And you know, one of them kind of did. Well, way, they both did for, for their teams at, at different moments, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a there's no better intercept mark than Cox. Uh, sorry, uh, contested mark, just because he's so fucking big. Yeah. And all his marks are technically contested because everyone's <laughs> trying to get there. They're just not big enough. In September, there is, yeah. yeah there's nobody. And the thing is, with someone like Cox, I mean... You can chop his arms, and the umpire will call it sometimes, but if you do it every single time, yeah. there's like almost uh, free-kick fatigue, where you're just like, oh, I'm just calling it, you know what I mean? It becomes part of the game. It's sad, but it's true. Like We need uh, Dickie Bird to come in and just keep calling. He's like, if they keep doing it, I'll keep calling it. Yeah, yeah. yep. Um, Razor Ray would have called it. But uh, I'll tell you what, the AFL would have been absolutely loving it, going at three-quarter time, scores level. What yeah, more yeah, do you ask yeah. for? 
Uh, it just goes to show, like you don't. It doesn't need to be the highest of skilled games. If the scores are tight and everything's on the line, you're enthralled. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, you knew with how hard that second quarter was, um, with both teams finally it was like big efforts put in by both teams. That it had to get better. It had to, had, <laughs> but it had to break open just yeah. from fatigue from both both players, both sides. I feel like the fatigue did hit Collingwood harder because obviously being a hard running team. Uh, they rely on their fitness and gas tank a yeah. lot more than the bigger bodies of West Coast do, even though the bigger bodies will generally wear out first. But, you know, a, a bigger, stronger body, suddenly they're able to stick those tackles because they can't run away as quickly. And yeah. they got themselves sorted down the back, cause especially in the first quarter where Collingwood got away. They just had space, so yeah. much space. Yeah. Um, and uh, West Coast didn't have anybody quick enough to run with them. But I thought, especially second quarter onwards, um, Schofield started to go down back and marshal it around. He won, I reckon, three or four one-on-ones and two-on-ones that should have resulted in goals. Mm-hmm. Um, he had one of the best games I've seen from a backman without touching the stat sheet. Yeah, um, yeah. So impressive how he went. And I think Brass stepped up in that second quarter, uh, second half as well. Um, Brass, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah he, he did really well. He had uh, a lot of the work on Cox. Um, it, so in the third quarter, Cox got uh, got hold of him a little bit. But um, yeah, he, he had a great game. Um, just making sure there was a contest. Well, the two ones for me were... Uh, I, mean, I tipped Shuey to win the uh, Normian. I was you right did, on one. yep. Uh, so pretty stumped with that one. Um, Tipping it's yeah. one thing, betting on it's another. No, I did have money. You did? There you go. Um, What was his odds? It must have been massive for you to bet on it. (laughs) No, I bet on it. I actually bet on it into West Coast, into, I think, decision by under 12 points. So I actually got a decent collect off that one. Yeah, nice. Um, But yeah, on a side note, Brooke to win The Bachelor. There you go. (laughs) Brooke to win The Bachelor. Okay. You have no idea what that means, but it's six to one, so go for it. Um, Yeah, but uh, Shuey and Hearn, I thought. Uh, Hearn, while he didn't have the stat impact that Shuey did, he was just relentless in his bullheadedness. Yeah. Which is what you want from a captain. They don't That's need to be the best player. Just need to be the player that uh, whenever you feel like you're cactus and you can't run a further thing, you see this older bastard with bald head and, you know, built like a yeah. brick fucking shithouse. Just going, yeah. nah, I've still got more left in me. Let's yeah. go, boys. <laughs> the hairline was going, but the effort wasn't. <laughs> yep. Exactly. That's what you need in a captain. Like, inspiration comes from not giving up, not yep. from doing the spectacular shit. Yeah. And I think both teams had similar, like, uh, players that could put their hand up for that. I think it was, yeah. like, in the third and, and the fourth where main... Was this, I saw someone saying it was... He had 14 tackles, but all of them were effective tackles. Yeah, right. He was kicking it 100% for, I don't know, three quarters or something like that, which is a magnificent effort. Yeah. Um, but it's, I don't know, It was. it's still hard to see how Collingwood lost the game. I still can't well, pinpoint it to one thing where it's like, all right, this is where they fucked up. It was... It seemed like it just slowly just... I think there it was, was, just, it was, was a grind. No, and there was no big body to help them out. Like, Grundy yeah. is a great ruckman, but he's not a big... He's not a... He's a big boy, don't get me yeah. wrong, but he's not that physical boy. Yeah. Physical, like, um, you get, like, guys like Trelaw, Pendlebury, uh, Sidebottom. When they're getting manhandled, you need someone that can come in and say, yeah. how about you cut that shit out or it's going to choke yeah. slam your ass. Yep. Uh, they didn't have it. So the bigger bodies of West Coast, every time those guys got the ball, they put them to ground, yep. even if yeah. they disposed of it. Yep. And they knew that, you know, you might give away a holding the man or whatever. doesn't matter. Every time they're getting up from getting a bruising tackle, and it's... You know, it's still a legal tackle. Yeah. Well, there's one that should have been. Where's your? I can't remember who it was, but yeah, yeah. The, the, I mean, there was a couple of those kind of things. Yep. That, that came up, but but um, that's that's the way West Coast had to play. They needed to play yeah. the physical game. And to be honest, this wasn't the most physical grand final by yeah. any means. Yeah. Uh, but I just thought the hardness of West Coast took its toll. Yeah. In the second and half. I think it was, was it me and Heath were talking. What I mean, last week before in the car about 
Um, one thing you don't realize is that obviously when you tackle, you want to make it hard for them to literally just stand up. It doesn't yeah. matter if you just push them down a bit because you don't realize how difficult it is to stand up over and over and over again until yeah. you've been through that situation. And things like uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a good example of that. Mm. You don't realize how fucking tired you get from literally just, just having to stand up, up all the time. Yeah. And so if you make that difficult ac- across the course of a whole game, that, that adds up. It's almost like uh, body shots in a, in a boxing yeah. match or something mm. like that. But particularly when you've got no momentum. Like if you get knocked yeah. off the ball, you've still got momentum to roll to your feet and stand up and whatever. When you get planted and then you see them just put their hand fair in their chest or yeah. in their face or whatever to stand yeah. up themselves, it's like, well, I'm all right. I'm, I'm using you to boost yeah. me. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was like a uh, Collingwood going for the knockout blow and West Coast were just, nah, we're here. This is a five-rounder. Yeah, we're just we're going to get to the end, um, and they used up every second they had. Well, they had to. Well, the start of the fourth, where Colin came out and banged two, two, real quick, real quick time. You're like, well, that you just had that feeling, and even even through, you know, twenty minutes of that fourth quarter, they still had the bounce of the ball. It seemed like they still had. You know, things going the way. You had that feeling that they're going to get across the line. Well, it was funny because, um, you know, it was such a struggle. But in that fourth quarter, I think we had three goals in 90 seconds to start off, um, which uh, you kept a minute. Um, And to be honest, West Coast should have won by four or five goals in that last quarter. They were peppering the goal face and just could not get one through. And we've seen this happen with so many games before where you have Mm. four points or five points in a row and then it goes down the other end and they kick a goal. Yeah, They yeah. were so good at being able to stop that and just choke up uh, Collingwood. They couldn't get it out of uh, their half-back line. Um, and a lot of that was, you, you saw the Eagles, um, you, you know, during the second half, kick down the line to a big marking target. And that yeah. was Darling or um, Kennedy, Kennedy or yeah. Vardy. And Vardy took some great grabs. I thought grabs. Vardy had a good game. He had a great game. Uh, um, set too. And um, Collingwood didn't have that option. Uh, you know, they had Cox a few times, but they didn't have the other one. And, and Grundy couldn't get loose. Yeah. Because um, he was being double teamed, obviously. And a lot of the problems were yeah. when they when they did have a bit of run, especially coming out of their back line, they go on the fat side, they'd have a few runners, they yeah. start streaming down. And there's one mistake, and the laziness of West Coast to push back turns into an advantage because yep. it's straight back in there and you've got loose players. Well, that's the advantage of the way they play, which is the same way Richmond play in the, the quick turnover, half-back, fast break. Yeah. yeah. That uh, if you counter turnover... All their players are forward. All their players are free. Well, yep. it was similar too to the Collingwood Richmond game, where I saw um, oh, it might have been Vloston or somebody saying, you know, part of the game was uh, the ball comes in the half back line, and you know we make a contest and pick it up on the ground and run it forward. Um, well, there's only one problem: if the ball doesn't hit the ground, yeah, and that happened against Richmond with Cox taking all those marks, and it happened um, against Collingwood with uh, West Coast with Vardy and and uh, Darling and and the rest of them. They were just too good in the air Um, and McGovern as well um, coming across he he did fucking well um, you know if a couple of balls went a different way he could have had a Norm Smith around his neck as well yeah Yeah. but even in those what was it after after she's kicked the goal Yep. And they've got it back down there. And who was it that dropped it right in the goal square? Darling. Darling. Oh, on yeah. the goal line. Yep. Are you like, uh-oh, uh-oh, this is where, this is where that yeah. happens. I was, I was thinking he hasy hansy cronjayed it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, it was uh, unbelievable um, how he could do it. Um, and for for a moment there, like because he dropped a, a big mark in the third quarter of the 2015 yeah. one. Yep. They went all the way down the other end to a goal, and you went, well, that was the end of the game. Yeah. The, the margin was still within a goal when that happened with yeah, Darling. Yeah. And part of you hoped that it wouldn't happen, that it'd go down the other end, because that ruins a life. Yeah. Not a yeah, career, yeah, a yeah, life. Yeah. If you oh, you drop one wide open on the goal line yeah, by yourself with a minute left. To absolutely seal the deal. 
And you, or, and you know, they just need one push. They've got possession. They can do this. They've yep. done this many, many times before. It's just about finding that loose player and they run. But, and then uh, that's it. But. The rest of the team um, uh, helped him out and made sure it didn't happen. Yep. Um, You've got to talk about that final uh, goal to sheet and the play all down the... Selfish. The, Selfish. <laughs> the outside wing. Um, a great mark from McGovern, a strong mark from Vardy, and a great mark from Liam Ryan. Liam yep. Ryan pulled out of two or three contests on the day as well. He did. Um, uh, he was uh, running with an injury from memory because he had oh, uh, he pulled out at quarter time or something? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it was in the... I, I I can see it. You know, I don't know what quarter it was, but I remember him yeah. doing it. Where he's yeah, running back was, with one and he's gone, you yep. know, reaching out with the arms rather than putting the body on the line yep. to mark it. And he is probably the lightest player on the ground. Yeah. Although he did still, do a fucking good uh, shirt front. Shirt front. Yeah. <laughs> great. It wasn't great. Was I, right I, in a bread basket. I did see some people go, oh, that's terrible. I was, I'm like, no, no. That's legit. Well, I was yeah. I was watching the game with the old man and he said, oh, you, you can't do that. I said, what's the free kick for then? What yeah. is it? Yeah. Did it hit him high? It's not high. It's yep. not in the back. And if he tackles it's, him, it's a free because he hasn't got possession. It's not a marking contest. And yeah. he's got his hands on the ball, so it's within five metres. He's like, you're yeah. right, it's just brutal. Yeah, it's kind seen of that cheapish when someone's was, like exposed like yeah, that. Though, I think it was Maynard. Maynard he hit. Um, it was just fantastic. I, I saw somebody trying to say, oh, it's charging. I'm like, no. Nah. Yeah, nah. This yeah. isn't basketball. Now, look, <laughs> I can appreciate that, uh, look, maybe it is a little cheap, but this is a contact sport. And I, as Big John says, protect yourself at all times. I, I It's not cheap at all. I don't see uh, why. It, it's a guy going for the ball and you hit him fair and square. That's part of the game. But I, I want that to happen more often because players need to learn to protect themselves. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, and not just for the spectacle of the game that we need the bump. It's for their own fucking it's, health. It's not just protecting yourselves. It's your teammates, too. That was a horrible handball, uh, hospital hand yeah, pass. It was, yeah, yeah. For sure. But uh, anyway, going back to the that uh, long goal, um, there's you know, three tough contested marks, and then um, the the final, you know, was it a block out or, or whatever. It doesn't matter. It, it wasn't in Ryan's face, so... No, nah, it should, be, should have been Ryan's kick anyway. Uh, you mean Willie Rioli? Sure, why not? Why not? Yeah. Um, was Daniel Wells there? <laughs> <laughs> or was it Lizzie Thomas? I'm not sure. But uh, And I thought, nah, it's probably not a... It probably was a block. It probably was a free kick, but it wasn't paid, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, and, there, was, there was high contact, there was a hold, there was a block. Yeah. There, there were, I mean, I don't know what we're going to call, but everyone's going to be wrong. At some yeah. point. But how often and, when you see two players put hands on each other, which they both fucking did, yeah. does an umpire give a exactly. kick? Like exactly. They, mm. they absolutely shouldn't. They were yeah. wrestling... The, the way it is. And the umpire had a different uh, vantage point than we had. You know, he was on a different angle. So maybe he saw something different as well. So i got no problem with that. But even um, if we decide, yeah, it should have been a free kick. So fucking what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. But how good was that fucking kick? Yeah, yeah. Incredible, incredible kick. Like, and and think, the camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful I, yeah. right I behind it. If that was me, I would be telling every motherfucker I ever meet about that yeah. moment. Oh, it, he's done. Every person that pulls on boots, whether you're a guy, a girl, whatever, that's the moment you, you dream of, where you're like, all right, slide angle, team's down by a few points, got a free kick, or, you know, taking a mark, whatever you want to fucking call hey, it. it's goal of the year. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's, it's a drop punch. It's the most yeah. important goal that's been kicked, well, probably yeah. for a few years, actually. Yeah. But uh, that's the moment that every football player lives for. Yeah. And I think just about every AFL player would want that kick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, his heart would have been building, beating yeah. a million minutes but, per second. Uh, off the boot, though, you just—it's in the middle. Yep. It's not going anywhere. If he does nothing for the rest of his career, he still had a good one. Yeah, yeah that's it. It goes down in in, uh, in folklore. They'll still be talking about it in fifty years' time. Well, every time they replay uh, highlights of that match, that kicks involved. Yeah, well, that that whole passage of play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of the greatest um, passages of plays leading to a goal in in grand final. And history. just willing a goal out of 
out of you know what could be the, the uh, dagger in the especially coffin. after they missed the last the, the, the previous coffin. six. Well, that's yeah. the, you know? Jack Darling should be fucking grateful for that because otherwise yeah. his drop yeah. mark would be the well, uh, his, his drop mark came after, after that, yeah. which is, is doesn't yeah. matter. It's still, yeah, that's but it was a funny old game though because there was a lot of passengers on both sides still. Yeah, Lacroix. Um, yeah. I did see Lacroix had a big thing where he's just decided to rip it up and get on Snapchat or whatever and yeah. says you you can't see what happened and all that shit. Well, like, he, mate, you, you were a passenger. Well, he's still, you know, he's a 200-plus gamer and, and uh, he's a premiership player. But, yeah, he was the one I thought. So I thought, you did fuck all champ. But you're a premiership player, so what does it matter? I yep. didn't see he celebrated the most of anyone. <laughs> like, that's the most you've exerted, exerted well, yourself all day, Big Well, fella. there's still a good chance he's going to um, pull up stumps. Um, he hasn't announced anything yet, but, you know, why would you? You know, Enjoy the moment. He's probably still pissed. <laughs> exactly. Um, and fair play. But, uh, yeah, there was still a few players that had quiet games, but it doesn't matter. You're a premiership player yeah. now. Yeah, so I'd rather be a quiet premiership player than the, the, the bloke that had a blinder but didn't get shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it was a, yeah, it was easily a very enjoyable game to watch. Um, Goldsack was okay in patches, but not as influential as he was a week before. Well, and Kennedy was great. Kennedy yeah. was on. Um, well, realistically, it, you're talking about best full forwards running out at the moment. It's Kennedy and yeah. Buddy. Okay, well, yeah, exactly. Um and uh, he had a great game, Kennedy. Uh, he only missed his, his first one, which could have got him off on the right foot. But yeah. um, after that, he was fantastic. Up the ground as well. It's not how you start. No. Yeah, you get across the line. That's it. Um, the worst trade ever. Yeah, is the as, T-shirt he got. As, uh, as <laughs> his teammates called him. Um, but uh, it's taken a little while, but they finally got there. Um, it was a, well, it was a great win. You'd say they got the best of that in the end then, because uh, Carlton didn't get shit out of it, really. Oh, they got a brown low. And you know, and uh, I think the real winner of that trade was recycling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, and, and like Josh said, a good uh, Shuey was a good Norm Smith medalist. Um, no problem with that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could make an argument for a couple of other players, but I don't think anyone's going to really complain. It, it, the I saw the voting, the top four, not a wrong choice there. Yeah, you know, um, there, there rarely is for for Norm Smith. Who was voting on the Norm Smith this year? Gavin Wanganeen, uh was the captain yep. or, or the, the, the chairman of it and I know John Longmire was another one but I, I can't yeah. remember the other the other couple so people actually know what they're talking about yeah, well, yeah and there was yeah. a couple of journos as well but it just escapes me who they are yeah. um, right now but there was only four for some reason did Wanganin get a Norm Smith I don't got a brown no, low, but no he got a brown low. Um the year he won uh, 93 was uh, Michael Long Long yeah uh, yeah, hard, yeah. To, hard to argue with that yeah. one yeah fair call and uh, I can't remember 2004 with uh, Port Adelaide might, might have, have been Pickett. Pickett yeah yeah I know he, he won one. That was probably that year. Pretty sure that's it, because he, he just fucking destroyed people. Speaking of, um, I I love Grand Final Day, because I watch everything that goes on. Um, yep. You know, the longest kick, you know, Hawthorne got up. I gave you that tip last week. Yep. Um, <laughs> that was a bit on. of a surprising one. The start of the 50 metre, of the 100 metre race. Yep. Did everyone just go, all right, well, well they're the winners. <laughs> <laughs> of the final. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. As soon as I showed the camera, no idea who those are, who they play for, but they're winning. Yeah. The, yeah, you did. The two it, 16-year-old sprinters. It yep. did a bit look like, uh, you know, the uh, the Commonwealth Games, where you've got Jamaica turning up and scoring. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You boys going for third. Yeah. <laughs> or the uh, North and South American Championships in basketball. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah. So the sprint. I, I said it'll be a Hawthorne double for the sprint and long kiss kick. Uh, Jarmanippi slipped over in the cheats. <laughs> he came dead last in his seat. And I went, well, that, that I, did see, that. I did see that. Luke McDonald beat him. He should be fucking wow. ashamed. I said he finished last. He, he didn't get uh, get out of the blocks. Luke I mean, McDonald half pissed. I was really disappointed that the North Melbourne Mazda didn't get a go. Hasn't <laughs> lost a race all season. The, the BT Mazda versus yeah. the Jeep. Yeah. Uh, um, 
but I was also watching the uh, under 17 All Stars um, yep. early on in the day. They have. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's terrible. You can only watch it through the app. I thought they would have put it on Fox 40 or something. Um, but anyway, there was... Uh, what the fuck done? They put the fucking Brownlow red carpet on Fox 40. Yeah. And mm. it's played at fucking 9 a.m. It's like, well, nobody's going to come in, watch that, and then go away for yeah. you know four hours until the next something happens. But anyway, um, Byron Pickett's cousin, uh, I think his name was Cosy or Cosy Pickett, right. looked good. Yeah, he right. looked real good. I think Byron's um, got a couple of sons and uh, that that are in the academies too. Yeah, and but the best player for that for me was uh, there's a lad named Mead, and he's a father son um, prospect for Port Adelaide. Right, um, but geez, he looked so good on the ball, you know. Um, so uh, they're my couple of picks for you know two two years time. I think Billy Brownless's son kicked a, a nice goal from the pocket. He's supposed to be all right, actually. A little banana. Hey, he, um, Geelong will probably pick him up because God knows they love a father-son pick. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway... Um, Actually, just a quick look. Byron Pickett, he played uh, 55 games of Port, 29 for Melbourne, and 120 for North. So his son, coming our way! There you are. Yeah, well, like I said, it was his cousin that was playing, but... Whatever. Um, Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, th- that'll wrap up uh, the, the grand final um, for the year. It was a very well, enjoyable game. To be fair, a lot of people shat on Collingwood, but... Fuck, they're going to be dangerous. Uh, oh, they're not getting worse. I tell you, no. what, that's one of the best seasons in Collingwood have ever had. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I hate Collingwood as much as the next one, and I was definitely cheering for West Coast in this. Yeah. Um, but you know, I thought Buckley's had one of the best years he's ever had. Yeah, um, yeah. Even sure. with the injuries he had, every new bloke he put in but uh, turned up. Even yeah. even in his playing days, this is a better year than that. And just the, the way he's carried himself as well. Yeah. I mean, everyone goes through, you know, uh, the Collingwood banner fell apart and he goes and hugs all the bloody cheer yeah. squad. And the runner. Well, that's just, it's good composure. It's, it's just it's un- knowing. Just yeah. unfortunately he's cursed. Yes, yeah, it, it was. Um, and uh, you mentioned the runner as yeah. well, Alex Woodward. Yeah. Um, not his fault at all. That was no. a shit-ass kid. Yeah, it um, was, it was. But, I, I, <laughs> but he's always going to blame himself. He is. Yeah. And look, I, I don't, he shouldn't blame himself because the rules allow him to be where he was. But I don't think the rules should allow him to be where he was. Yeah, maybe. They're going to change the rules. But um, he, he was fine where he was. The kick was shit. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. The kick shouldn't have gone where it went. And um, even if he wasn't there, good chance it wouldn't change what happened. No, that kick. It, it, I 100% would not have changed the thing. Uh, Elliot Yo was going to mark that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, all that he could have done was uh, Stevenson could have got there late and given away a 50. Yeah. That's well, the fuck, only yeah. thing that could have happened. If that's you, you still feel fucking terrible. Of course and, you do. Of course you do. Let's be honest. Some players, when they hear the, the feet coming towards, might panic and drop. Yo, won't. You, you won't be able to hear a thing no. <laughs> in the middle of the MCG. <laughs> All right. So um, 
that gets uh, the footy out of the way for the year. Um, we'll, we'll get into the trade silly talk, but I will say before we do, part of me, like when Hawthorne were winning premierships, part of me did wish there was just that one week grace. We yeah. just reflect on it, but it's not the way things are now because, um, you know, uh, free agency starts in two days' time. Yeah, it's uh, shitposting season. Yeah, it gets straight into it. Like, it's the Monday. It's, you know, well, here's our celebration. And Tomlin's just picked, you know, you get yeah. straight into it. Trades yeah. and he's nominated this club and he's nominated that club. I just, one week's grace is all I'd ask for. But I know it's never going to happen because, uh, you know, all the footy clubs want to get it yeah. done and get out of the way and have their holidays. Actually, speaking of shitposting, um, one little rumour that I heard today from uh, from my sources. Let's get straight into it. Yep. Shane Mumford. Yeah, it's not a rumour. It was on AFL.com. Yeah. Your fucking sources. <laughs> hey, we've all got sources. <laughs> Mine are pretty reliable. He's thinking about making a comeback for GWS. Um, you remember the last time uh, that com- that player made that comeback and it worked well? Um, uh, no. Jordan. None. Michael that, Jordan. That's right. Yeah. Uh, never in the AFL. No, it hasn't happened. Until uh, Alex Johnson does. Uh, yeah, if that's yeah, if that went uh, interestingly, um, so look, I think that's uh, he'll he'll change his mind in, in I don't know three or four, four oh, days time. To be fair, he hasn't decided yet. He's going to wait until preseason's over, <laughs> yeah, and then, then he'll make his mind up. <laughs> yeah. um, so we've seen a lot of action this week in uh, players nominating their clubs, and we may as well start with North because that's what you want to talk about. And that two out of three ain't bad, and that's where they're so at far. so far. Well, Actually, it's it looks more pretty like good. Uh, four out of five because uh, Jacobs, Anderson, and uh, Wright have all signed oh, back. Signings and don't count. No. Fucking hell, they do. Fucking hell. Anderson probably should have gone, to be honest, but uh, fuck it. You reckon? Well, for him... Injuries are only his thing, that's all. Yeah, he had a breakout season. And, but uh, we've you seen... think the uh, inclusions are going to put him in trouble? Oh, hell no. I think he plays an inside tough mid, well, he did for that season, very, very well. He and Cunnington will swap out, and any uh, opposition midfield will have a hard time getting contested possession with those two in there. But um, he could have definitely gone for more than he did, just basing that solely on the fact that Greenwood went for a shit ton more than he should have, <laughs> and uh, almost was a premiership player. Yeah, and well, had a good game too. He had a great game. Um, but yeah, uh, Hall has openly said he's going north. Polek obviously uh, has said he's going north, and uh, the amount of times that Gaff has apparently said he is going, said he isn't going. Well, I don't know. Look, uh, my sources say he's going, and <laughs> my sources me. Which is pretty much puts me in the same category well, as every other AFL journalist, I, I think. I believe 6PR, which is the Perth radio, uh, reported on the Sunday. That, no, no, it was after the game. Like, nearly straight after the game. They said mm. Gaff's already signed. Well, he well it's looked, Wednesday now, and that contract hasn't... Uh, yeah. We well, can't definitely service. sign anyway, but uh, he looked absolutely gutted. Well, he, he came with West Coast, which is what they were well, yeah, reporting. Uh, which, really, if you're going to sign, you're going to sign that. But who the fuck knows, really? Yeah. But uh, he looked completely gutted after the match. Well, as he should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick Nat was, you know, upset. Yeah. But when, with Nick Nat, it was his, you know, his he had no choice. injury. Yeah. Uh, when it's Gaff, you're like, mate, you could have been there, not just been there, you could have been a major but, contributor. Not only that, even if he stays, he won't be there for the unveiling of the flag. Like oh, he's yeah. still got he's two still, games to yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So and they're not gonna unveil it in round three. But and anyway. Also, how much would it suck being a, a player on the list and not getting the the medal? Yeah. So yeah. every reunion yeah. is like yeah. do you still turn up to the reunions or is it just the twenty two? Well I thought about that, but yeah, a lot of them do. I noticed that um the West Coast when they had their ten year two thousand and six reunion, yeah. um I noticed that Brent Staker was there. Uh, and obviously, because yeah. he's a broken hill boy, I, I kept up with his career, and I know for a fact that he, he doesn't have a medal. How would you know, feel he, he though? Like, I guess time heals it, but you know, right then and there, at the moment, you probably feel like shit. 
But I don't know about time healing it that much. Like, because when you look up on the on the wall or whatever, yeah. they've got at their club rooms. I don't know. The, on, on the AV, lockers, on the lockers, etc. Yeah. And uh, you're you not see there. the twenty-two, and your name's not there. So when the players are going up, you know, singing the song or whatever, they do. I don't know what their old timers are like. Uh, you're sitting down in the crowd with every other fucker, mostly yeah. in prison. <laughs> if we're talking West Coast, oh, six feet lower. But yeah. Um, yeah, geez, it'd be acid. Yeah, it would. Um, but you know, it, it's like Bob Murphy in, in 2016 um, as well. You know, even though Bevo gave him a medal and, and stuff, and he had yeah. that moment, it's not the same. No. Would you rather be like a player on the te- on the squad that didn't make the grand final team, or would you, would you rather be Brett Deladio? Yeah, that, that left and yeah, the left and yeah. pretty much allowed your your original team that you love to get I a guess, premiership. Just depends why you leave. Like if it's the club's idea, then you're kind of like, well, you know, well, Brett Lowry left to get a flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's kind of when you fuck up. That's um, the, the Trelawism too. On, on the same token, I remember when uh, Chris Tarrant retired. Now he played in four grand finals or one, two, yeah, at, at least. You know, he, he played in two thousand and two, two thousand and three. I think he might have played in in the another losing one um, with Collingwood. Um, but he said, you know, I've had two hundred fifty odd game career. Did you play a losing one with Freo? I don't. No, no, he wasn't he playing was at Freo then. then. Right. Um, I think I remember him saying, like, you know, I didn't expect to play two hundred games. You're like, mm. oh, sure, I didn't win a premiership, but geez, I've had a good career. Fucking like know. And, and you know, all Australian and, and whatnot. You know, front um, forward and back, forward and back, mm, so, ridiculous. He just said, you know, I've had a great career. I can't, you know, d- deny that. And yeah, I didn't win a premiership, but Jesus, yeah. the majority more, of players don't. Yeah, when you're on draft day, that's that's far more than uh, you'd expect. Yeah. So you, you can't be disappointed. I mean, you can when your mates run around, but at the same well, time, you, you know, you've done all right. When he's had the career he's had, and then his brother gets a flag, he'll be pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's bad to happen. Um, but yeah, so the gaff one has been the most interesting. I've, I've got a feeling now that um, he is going to sign just because he hasn't signed with uh, West Coast. And if, you know, yeah. if you're going to. Going to go, you And mean. it probably, the premiership might make it, you know, easier for him because if they had lost, it'd be like this unfinished business. Yeah. But now it's. Well, you guys have got one. I've I've got to go find my own. Well, I think maybe too. He's just uh, he's a bit like Mumford, and he's like North have already started their preseason. Fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hang out for a bit. You know, pretty keen to. I'm not going to round three anyway, yeah. so fuck it. Um, but you know, he's obviously the the. I wouldn't say the more. Well, the one of the biggest, but uh, Shield being the other one. Well, I think Tom Lynch is obviously the, the well, biggest one. But. Lynch has uh, just today, I think it was, come out and said he's going Richmond. Uh, I can't remember if it was Taylor. But uh, Collingwood were in the market for him and May. And Jesus Christ, if you had about added those two there, they're certainly not going to go backwards with those two in the squad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lynch, I mean, everyone knew he'd, he'd pick the Tigers. Yeah, which um, is a matter of journalists press and publish. Yeah. That story yeah. was written a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, it would have been a nervous time for the, all the journos as well. Obviously, they've already written it and just waiting, waiting to press yeah. that button. It's done. Who, who can press yeah. it first? Ah, oh, I got it. I got that. Yes, you beauty. Ah, uh, but anyway. Um, so I, I reckon Gaff's just about there. Uh, I think I, so too. I think it'll be announced tomorrow. But he's free agent, isn't he? Yeah. So, yeah, so West Coast will probably get pick nineteen. Nineteen, or, or it might actually be twenty or twenty-one, depending. You know, because uh, all the other. Um, Compo picks that go in there first and, yeah. and that kind of stuff. I'm not sure what other compo picks are likely. Well, Tom two... Lynch is one. Yep. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Um, the only other one I think of is Lysette is probably fair he's, chance to go. He's as a well. later pick. Yeah. Um, but they pro- might give him a first rounder as well, just because his uh, salary is probably going to be pretty high. So it might be yeah. pick. Well, they might feel sorry if for him. If we're sticking without any other compensation, be, yeah. they'd have 18, 19, and 20. 
which for those guys, then they'll probably trade off a couple, you know, maybe yeah, they'll yeah. do pick swaps, who the fuck knows. But uh, yeah, they'll be looking pretty hot on it. Um, but like I said, Lynch will go. Uh, Shield is more than likely going to head to Hawthorne, but uh, just today, I think Carlton stepped up with a massive offer. Well, by the sounds of it, Hawthorne are offering about eight hundred grand a year, and Carlton are offering one point two, one point three. Yeah, and Saints have thrown in something around that Ridiculous mark as well. And top that off four. Jesus Christ! Carlton also threw Josh Kelly an offer of one point four, one point five. Yeah, per year. I, I tell you what, that's what you got to do. I, I love it that they're trying, but they, they absolutely have to. Jesus Christ! If but, they, if he says no to that, yeah. well, that's, damn. Uh, to me. Um, I'm not going to pretend to be unbiased by any means, but if he's got a two-year contract with GWS, and they're, they're, their premiership window is slightly open still. Yeah. At least they're much closer than Carlton are, well, and Josh Kelly's price won't go down in a year. No, no. So if you're him, you're like, all right, I'll play 2019 at GWS, and then evaluate. And then, because if Carlton are still wooden spoon, yeah. you're like, yeah, fuck well, that. Let's face it, if Carlton don't spend 1.4 on him, they're probably going to bank it and go, all right, next year. Yeah. And So the offer's still there. You know, in, in 12 months' time oh, for him. absolutely will be. Um, he's going to be the highest-paid player in the AFL regardless. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, they did say it would be the record, but it'll be buddy money on less years. Yeah. Um, and actually, Carlton also delisted Casbolt. No, not delisted. They've said, you know what, if you can find a trade, yeah, mate, go and find it. Um, but they haven't delisted him yet. Well, I, I, they, they may still do once trade period ends. Yeah. I, honestly, I think he's got value. Like, the contested mark, he's brilliant. Yeah, of course, but can't kick. Nah, yeah. Play him off halfback. Neither can Magic Door. He's had a good season. But, ah. Uh, oh. Yeah, I, I saw, you know. I, was, I still think you put Shield in that team alone, it's still not a, a brilliant team. It's still, still a midfield, a mid team. Yeah. It's at, not a bottom at, four. At because, Carlton, you're talking. Yeah. Um, well, him and Cripps makes a good um, addition, but, um, you know, they've obviously flagged that they're going to get Mitch McGovern from Adelaide as well. And Adelaide aren't going to play nice when it comes to the trade table. So Well, they'll have. Uh, Carlton have a two first rounders anyway. Well, they get pick one, um, obviously. Um, I don't know if they get a second first they're round. Not getting, they're not getting a uh, compo pick. Compo pick. No, they'll pick one up somewhere. Yeah, from I mean, GWS probably. Yeah, who knows? Who, who knows? Um, I don't think they've got much else they're trying to shop out. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. But I do think uh, Mitch McGovern isn't the bigger body that his brother no, is. No, no. So I still he's, he's handy. I th- still think they need a big body backman because uh, Wittering, he's, he's a bigger still, lad, but he's, he's, he's not that it. not that throw your body around lad. He, he had a quiet year, you know, and he got dropped to VFL as well. But um, you know, he's another preseason under his belt. But they just haven't got enough big bodies in total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, and even look at the big bodies they do have are fragile, like Cruiser. Yeah, but you just about got to write Cruiser off now. Same yeah. thing you do. Yeah. Um, because he's, I think he's 30 or 31, 32, with history of injuries. You know? and uh, that's, never got to see the best of him. That's where, to me, the stories of uh, Proust going to Melbourne. I'm like, why the fuck is he going to Melbourne? There's well, literally every other team except Collingwood would be a better home for him than Melbourne. Well, thinking about it, you know, Melbourne got done by the Eagles in, uh, the, in that final, in the prelim. You know, he got absolutely smashed because Gorn's been rucking alone. So clearly, if Melbourne have gone and said, you know what, we need two Ruckman. We're going to play two Ruckman. we got Gorn, and then we got you. I can see it. I can see the sense of it. But um, and that'll be what uh, Melbourne will have to sell to Proust um, uh, to get him across. And, and Big Maxi, apparently he's all for it. So, you know, the, if you've got his endorsement, 
maybe. Yeah. Well, there's one criticism of Maxi and Grundy is that they're not the physical ruckman. Like, they're not the blokes who will powerbomb motherfuckers. I disagree with that, but yeah. <laughs> well, not as physical as some of the, the old boys. Yeah. Uh, and definitely wouldn't powerbomb their own captain like Proust did. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a mistake. <laughs> yeah. But I, honestly, I think if you're Carlton, he's worth more than what Melbourne are going to pay him. Yeah, but would you want to go to Carlton? No, but uh, look. I mean, you'll get a game. You'll get, you know. <laughs> That's just it. He could you get, get a, the paper bags. but two-year contract at Carlton, and for his role, you're going to play Ruckman, probably have a spare, fair bit of time on the bench too because you'll be gassed out, and uh, your role is to belt the shit out of anyone who's getting <laughs> near Shield or Cripps or any other other midfield youngsters. Uh, Ed Kerno's probably trying to do that move, but he's not Charlie. too sharp. He can look after Charlie Kerno. He can do that too. Ed can look after himself. Ed, Carter, Ed Kerner tries to play the enforcer, but he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, and I think he realises that he's probably giving up a few kilos to a lot of those lads. But, uh, I mean, Carlton, they won't win the spoon next year, because uh, Gold Coast Gold, will. Gold Coast is already because, got yeah. you know, I'm, I'm waiting on the text to say if I've got a gig there. Well, Gold Coast may as well just, like, they should, not be Gold Coast, they should bring back university, because yeah. it's pretty much young kids go is, in there and they, they get a trade-off somewhere it, else. Is it still a rebuild if you've never built? Uh, I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know why they're still considered a club. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why. University, they can actually just be getting some experience in there. Then, you know, trade kids out. Especially if there. May Bonnie, ends up They should get the a... top five draft picks every year. Yeah. If May ends up getting traded, that's, you know, every captain in their history has left yeah. the club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck. That which sucks. is three. Um, yeah. So what, what, what do you do? Rotating captains. That's what they should do. Yeah. Yep. Well, I can see they're making... Uh, David Swallow, their captain. So maybe his brother comes back for them. I don't know. Yeah, good luck with that. They they might be struggling for bodies, so they might need him. Um, no, I reckon Stewie Jew, go back to the playing coach. At least yeah. you know he's got to be out there. <laughs> he, he won't Again, he won't make his decision until the end of pre-season. <laughs> yeah, he won't make his decision until the end of the warm-up. <laughs> Fuck that. Um, is Gary Rowan, did he nominate Geelong? Geelong, Geelong yeah. So yeah, it's one that North missed out on. Well, yeah. I, I it, think it, that was, it didn't suit either. He, he's from Geelong. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, so one family down there. One thing North did really well was that uh, every player who tours Arden Street, they charge five bucks. <laughs> so we're out of debt now. Um, we're fucking raking it in. There's been a few. Oh, Brandon Ellis apparently uh, had a look around. Which, uh, let's be honest, if he's got a say in it, he ain't living. Yeah, um, he could have just been lost too. To be this is true. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, looking for the goal square. <laughs> I think Coriolis had a look around, so I think I'll be going somewhere. Yeah, but, probably did. Um, um, well, obviously, Miles is gone, and Sam Lloyd, he is Bulldogs off to the Bulldogs, yep. yeah. which I mean... We still don't know about Libby yet, do we? No, no, we don't know about Libby yet. I, I honestly hope he goes somewhere else. Yeah, but I mean, he's a father-son pick. It's rare that um, you know that they've got that long family connection and yeah, stuff Adler like that. did. Um, yeah, for you, you're not going to make him captain. Fuckload of money. <laughs> yep. I would love to see someone like Carlton pick him up and make him captain. And Libby just go, <laughs> "Fuck yeah, boys! <laughs> right, boys, here we go." <laughs> well, his old man was a coach at Carlton at one stage. Remember? Um, oh, I, I, I'm hoping for it now. Uh, sources say that he's going to Carlton. Yeah. Um, so we'll see that happen. Definitely. I'm a bit uh, lock con- it in. I'm a bit concerned on the Hawthorne side of things because there's been lots of players linked to us, and you know, big names as well as names that you have to look up and go, uh, who? "Who? Yeah. Nobody leaving though." Um, they haven't started trotting out those names yet, so a bit of a concern there, but anyway. Uh, who was the was it a Gold Coast player? Scrimshaw. That's it. it I, I don't know if that's actually his name, but it's something like that. No, Scrimshaw, Scrimshaw that's it. Um, 
because he was in last year's draft, obviously, and I was thinking he, that North were going to pick him up over LDU. And right. He's a quality player. Is he? I, I, I think so. From what I've seen in the under-18s when I was uh, scouting sure. and the rare moments that I've seen him play this season. Well, I, I saw it and I thought, great, that'll fill the hole that Jonathan O'Rourke has left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, no, like, I think there's quality there. Sure. I'll have to take your word for it. I, I can't say no because no. I don't know a thing about him. I'd be happy to take him. Um, Aaron Vandenberg heading home to Sydney. Uh, obviously, North picking up um, Johnson. Um, Alex? Yeah. Really? As a, as a coach. Really? As a coach. coach. It'll be interesting to see if he's, I think if it's, he's interested. Now, with that, coaches still come at a salary cap, yeah? Uh, no. But from a different bucket. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a soft salary cap yeah. thing. So I think it's pretty smart. Because you look at some of those players that have come across with year-long injuries, or injuries long enough that you know they're not going to play their first year of the contract. Like, it's, Paul Hearn did. Right. I was going to say, it's fairly rare. Well, it doesn't... It's not... It's not common, but no. it's not unheard of either. Yeah, there's um, one. Yeah. Well, yeah. One I can think of offhand. Yeah. But uh, I wonder if that's sort of the loophole that you see some clubs do from now on. Go, look, you can be on the non-playing group, uh, so you're not blocking up salary cap. Still access all our healthcare f- uh, fund and whatnot. And next year, you know, we'll look at uh, our, a playing contract. Mind you, with him, with six knee recos. Yeah. There uh, goes our slush fund we, from the touring. We, we've said it before, though. I reckon what's best for him is to find another career. Um, yeah, 100%. And after a year, you might be like, look, mate, you're a pretty yeah. good coach. I reckon you might stay that way. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, we got any any more um, big names out there? Oh, oh, Jesus Christ, there's heaps. Darcy yeah. Moore's just re-signed with Collingwood, and that was one they've really? been floating around. It, right. It's confirmed, is it? Tonight, was it? Uh, I'm confirming it, so you heard it so, first So no, he's then? Gone. He's gone. <laughs> that's well, the other thing. I heard they don't the cap room for him. That's the other reading. Did, did Elliot yeah. re-sign? Yes. Yeah, he did. For one year. Um, that's the thing I don't like about this, um, what happens in, in pre-trade week, is all the rumours that come up, and um, when it most of the journalists are actually right um, yeah. because they say that, let's say, Gaff is talking to North. But now if he signs with West Coast, like fans will say, ah, I told you, that fucking journal was fucking wrong. Like, no, 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 no. He definitely talked to North. Yeah. It's yeah. when they say he is going to sign and then it's wrong. That's yeah. when you get up in arms. But to say that, you know, a lot of the reporting is he's talking to them, it's still a nothing story. Yeah. Until yeah. Because that's confirmed. his job. Yeah. Well, well the same as the other story, which is saying North is talking to him. Right. That's their fucking job. They yeah. should be. But it's a, it's a nothing. It's, there's no information there, really. Yeah. Well, I hate the, the sort of pseudo-confirmation. And it happens with uh, Gaff uh, today, yesterday, where they're saying, yeah. Gaff uh, has been confirmed to North Melbourne by PCR Radio, who yeah. are in no position to confirm anything. It's yeah. been every day, literally for the last two weeks. It's like he's, he's, his wife has uh, quit her job. Like, yeah. <laughs> any confirmation? Nah. All right. Uh, he's told mate yeah. he's moving. Really? Yeah. He, he, told, no he told his teammates yesterday. She's packed up her Etsy store and she's off. And that tweet's been deleted. <laughs> yeah. So I don't it, I don't listen to anything until it's actually been... Okay, yep, the club said it. All right, now yep. we go. But uh, yeah, that's why I can't wait till trade week actually starts. Lockie Neal requested one to Brisbane? Yes, see, is, confirmed. Yeah. That one's fine. It's confirmed by the club. Okay, yep. now they've got to talk. And when you got to interview with the player, like what happened with Polek, he's like, oh no, 
I'm wanting to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a lot of cases, they're still need to make the trade happen, but uh, it, it's rare that the trade doesn't happen. You know, I can only think of a couple of times in in the past where it hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. solely because if a player's checked out that badly, yeah, you don't want them to stay. You don't want them around. That is a nice pick up for Brisbane. I mean, finishing the season on pretty strong form for those guys yeah. and people wanting to go there for two seasons in a row and good players. Yeah, that's a it's a big win for those, and there's something to actually look forward to for them going into the start of next year. It's something they can sell to the fans as well. Yeah, you know, that gives them. Momentum going into round one. How long is uh, Cam Rainer's contract for? Because there's money waiting for him. <laughs> Not long enough. Um, he could be in trouble too because uh, during the longest kick competition, the uh, the girl from the AFLW beat him from the, from the Brisbane team. Oh, well. um, he had two shanks, but anyway, that's the way it goes. But, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, if he's on a million-dollar player and his next contract, oh, I'll be shocked. How good did he look? You know? He looked um, fantastic. He's going to be he, an absolute star. He looked like a, a man amongst some of those boys. Yep. And for a bloke who's... For 18. You know... Barely able to legally drink. Yeah. Jesus Christ, he's going to be a monster. All right, that'll do us for the start of the ship posting season. Next week, we'll actually have some trades that have, or free agents and trades that yep. have actually happened. So it'll be none of this rumours, it'll all be confirmed. And some shit posts as well. Because, of course, uh, definitely. That's how it goes. Yep. Uh, all right, yeah, and we've got the big UFC this Sunday. So we that'll do. be something to talk about. Connor as well. and Khabib. Go, Khabib. Who are we on? Who are we on? Khabib. Uh, Khabib in the second round by knockout. I think Connor's got it. Really? Oh, yeah, I think it, I think Khabib's stand up's horrible, so I feel like he'll get enough yeah, in there. That's it. I don't think there'll be much stand up going on. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right, Ciao. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 